On this beautiful day, Mrs. Abba returns home from work, tired as she does on many occasions. Once she steps into the house, her two young kids welcome her and she, she, she perceives some good aroma in the air. Her husband was in the kitchen preparing dinner. She goes into the kitchen to greet her beloved husband and then returns to the room to freshen up, have a shower before joining them at the table. When she was at the table or as she sat at the table, she looks up at her husband and smiles. He, in, in turn, returns the smile. If I told you that a few months ago, the scenario was different, would you believe me? How did they get to this point? Welcome to the Happy African Marriage Podcast, a show where we empower, equip, and encourage you to build a stronger marriage in these modern times, even if you're raising a family. We are Dr. Eben and David, a Christian couple, happily married life partners, parents of three, and marriage partnership coaches. If you're ready to build an enriching marriage partnership for a peaceful, thriving, and unified home, and a lasting legacy of impact for future generations, this podcast was made for you. So, stay tuned. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the happy African marriage you truly desire. Amen. Make we talk the matter. Welcome to today's episode on this podcast. Hope you are enjoying the weather. It's summer over here in Canada, and we are loving it. At the end of episode five, we mentioned that we were going to start a new series on the podcast. Last week, the first episode on the Marriage Mindset series was live. If you've not listened to it, please do so by tuning into episode six. We'll continue the Marriage Mindset series with this episode, episode seven. In case you're wondering why we started the Marriage Mindset series and why this is important in building a strong and happy marriage, we'll give you a brief introduction. We believe a strong and happy marriage is a growing marriage. We also believe that our thoughts determine our actions and our actions determine our results. In episode one, I read a quote which states that, unlike a successful wedding, a strong and successful marriage is not built as a result of what you are doing on the outside, but whom you are becoming on the inside. To see changes in your marriage, work has to be done from the inside out and not from the outside in. Being more intentional in our marriages does not begin with our actions or outward expressions, but from our thoughts or inner environment. The way we think, even subconsciously, those stories we allow to play in our minds, our self-talk, and lies the enemy tries to fill our minds with can affect the states of our marriages more than we may even realize. This is why we started the Marriage Mindset series. Marriage Mindset has to do with developing a mindset for marital growth. It involves identifying and crushing limiting beliefs holding you back from building a strong and happy marriage you truly desire. Let me chip in something here. As you listen to the episodes on the Marriage Mindset series, taking action 
Towards progress and growth in your marital journey will require you to do some deep inner work that includes being honest with yourself plus some self-reflection. But I bet you it's going to be worth it. So, without further ado, we will delve into today's episode. In this episode, we'll be talking about the major hurdle or belief that hinders individuals from building the stronger marriage they truly desire. We will also be talking about how to remove this major hurdle by applying the triple A method. Don't worry about the fancy name of the method. With so many things fighting for our attention these days, we believe it is good to have certain tools in our marriage toolbox that are easy to remember, and this is one of them. Yep. So what is this major hurdle? Drum roll. Well, selfishness. Yes, selfishness. Now, selfishness has a way of standing in the way of building a strong and happy marriage. It could be from one or both partners in marriage. At times, this selfishness is not even intentional, but because we are naturally born with this selfish nature in different measures, we would need God to help us deal with it. We found out that, you know, even in our marriage, when we allow selfishness come between us, our marriage felt miserable. But when we sacrificed our time and resources for each other, seeking the best in ourselves, our marriage bloomed. That is why we wouldn't be where we are in our marriage today if we were focused on just our own thing or our own benefit and not considering what our spouses desire. We seek to bring glory to God in our marriage, just like Philippians 2.4 says, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of the others. Before we proceed, let's listen to this story. On this beautiful day, Mrs. Abba returns home from work, tired as she does on many occasions. Once she steps into the house, her two young kids welcome her and she, she, she perceives some good aroma in the air. Her husband was in the kitchen preparing dinner. She goes into the kitchen to greet her beloved husband and then returns to the room to freshen up, have a shower before joining them at the table. When she was at the table or as she sat at the table, she looks up at her husband and smiles. He, in, in turn, returns the smile. If I told you that a few months ago, the scenario was different, would you believe me? How did they get to this point? By becoming more intentional in their marriage and looking to the interests of others, which includes a spouse, meaning consciously looking for ways to serve each other. Now let's proceed to show you how to use the triple A method to remove this huddle or roadblock along your marital journey. We will look further into the Abba's story as we do this. Yes, the triple A method consists of three A's, acknowledge, ask, and action. We will go through each A one by one. The first letter A is for acknowledge. The first thing you need to do is to acknowledge. Acknowledge the presence of this huddle or roadblock. In order to remove a roadblock or hurdle, you need to acknowledge that it is there. You identify the hurdle or limiting belief. Mr. Abba, who is 
helping his wife in the kitchen now. Did not do so a couple of months ago. But he did realize that there were days his wife was so tired that she struggled to prepare the meals after a long day at work. You ask me, so why did she do it then? I, no one was forcing her. Well, you need to understand Mrs. Abba's background. She comes from a home where her mom did most of the cooking, actually all the cooking, and always told her, you know, told her and her sisters that cooking was their responsibility, especially when they become wives. It was a way to prove that they were good wives to their husbands and the society. But this was affecting the Abbas relationship in a way that both did not like. What did Mr. Abad do about it? He stepped in because he knew he could help. He told his wife that he was sorry for not helping out or assisting with the meals. He also told her that it was not only her responsibility to cook, that they were a team and he would want to know in what way he could assist or help. Two limiting beliefs were identified and crushed here and replaced with new ones. The first being that Mr. Abba could serve his wife by helping with the cooking. And secondly, his wife, Mrs. Abba, does not have to do the cooking alone to prove her love for him. Jesus had said once that just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, we also need to serve our spouses since we are imitators of Christ. And Christ is our model. Our Christian marriage lifestyle should include serving each other, and this we should continue to do. Before we move on to the next A, we would encourage you to do this little um, exercise. Take some time to honestly ask yourself, am I a giver or a getter in my marriage? If your answer turns out to be a getter, make the decision to be a giver instead of a getter in the relationship, just as Mr. Abba did. Now we move on to the next A, ask. Ask, this involves praying to God, our loving Father, asking him to show you ways to give more and serve your spouse better in your marriage and serve as Jesus required us to do. God is very much interested in our marriages than you think, and he wants your marriage to be successful. If God is so interested, the one who instituted marriage, why don't we bring even the minute requests to him? By asking God, we are showing dependence on him. Philippians 4 verses 6 to 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, we guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. The final A stands for action. Action, this is when you put your love to work. We're combining our prayer with action. 1 John 3.18, the NIV version says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Look out for opportunities to serve your spouse, even in the midst of challenges. 
do it without wanting anything in return. We need to say this because there is a tendency for us to lean towards a reward for the good we have done. When you look at yourself as one and as a team, the urge for reward will will dwindle as you did what you did for yourself. One way my husband has done this is by attending to house chores so I can get some much needed rest. That was so sweet of him and I appreciated the thought and action. Mm -hmm. In Mr. Abbas' case, he took the action of talking to his wife and then helping with meal preparation. Until you have tried it, you would not understand how happy Mrs. Abba was, which of course made her husband and kids happy too. Remember the happy wife, happy life? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We can serve our spouses in different ways. It's not just in the kitchen. It could be with laundry, giving them massage, taking the children. So mom or dad could have a meantime. One way my wife serves me is cooking for the family. She does not cook because she wants to prove to me that she's a good wife. She cooks because she loves cooking. And she knows I love home-cooked meals. She does most of the cooking and that works for us. I remember when my dear husband said I should not cook when I'm tired. It made me realize that he was not focused on what he could get. And he valued me as a person rather than my cooking. It touches my heart deeply whenever I think about that. Oh, so sweet of you. <laughs> you know, I know of a friend who suggested that couples can get a cook for themselves if they wish. But there are couples who it may not be feasible for them, you know, at the time. Maybe because they are unable to afford a cook or due to the season they are in at the time. Couples living in the diaspora who are just settling in in may be unable to afford hiring a cook. They may come together as partners to decide what works best for both of them and their home, you know, in this case. There's a medical doctor I know of whose husband does the cooking for the most part. Yeah, and there's another lady who is good with tools and she does the servicing of their car, their vehicle. Each of these um, couples we're talking about now, they do what works for them and they figure out where they can serve each other. It is also important to be flexible and open to each other's thoughts or concerns and come to a mutual understanding as you decide on what works best for you and where one can be of service to another. Here's a marital tip for you. Identify your strengths and use them to an advantage in marriage. Using the strengths doesn't have to begin and end at work. You know, what strengths do you have? What strengths do you bring to the company and all that yeah we could also ask you the same question what strength do you bring into the marriage and so it can also be applied in our marriages true this is one tip that has helped us during our marital journey we look for ways to support each other using our areas of strength this applies to other aspects for example as we serve together at happy married family to build a marriage that works for the both of you always remember that you're a team That is, members on the same team. Think about how you can help to make life easier for each other. And your marriage will definitely feel like a beautiful addition to your life. After all, that's what I believe most people desire. Before we round up this episode, 
Here's a quick recap of the AAA method that can be applied to remove the major hurdle or roadblock along your marital journey. First, you need to acknowledge that there is something that needs to be removed. For example, a limiting belief that hinders you or your partner from building a strong and happy marriage that you truly desire. Secondly, you ask God to open your eyes to see and your ears to hear how you can give and support your spouse. And lastly, you can act out what you have seen and heard. Here's a reflection exercise for you. What do you need to acknowledge to yourself or your spouse that needs to be removed? Have you asked God for his help? And what are you going to do about it? Let me leave you with a quote by Winston Churchill. And I quote, We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Friend, we have now come to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining us today. Till next time, stay blessed. Shalom. If you like that and mom show, please don't forget to leave them a review to to spread the love. Hi friend, if this podcast has inspired you or you found value in today's episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review in our Apple podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Also, please feel free to share this episode on your social media channels. And together, let's join the Happy African Marriage Movement as we work together to break the cycle of managing or enduring marriages for our children and the next generations after them. Remember, the state of our marriages today can impact our future generations. Shalom.